You're listening to the Charity Champions Podcast. Each year, TFNB Your Bank for Life chooses six nonprofits from around Central Texas to recognize as Charity Champions. Tonight's Charity Champion is... Champions enjoy live on-field presentations at Baylor University home football and basketball games, online broadcast and print marketing exposure, and world-class leadership development through 360 Solutions, all at no cost to the nonprofit. In this podcast, we want to get to know our Charity Champions a little better. We're bringing those who help and those who have been helped into the studio to hear the stories behind the champions. On this episode, the Art Center of Waco. Board member Hector Sabido tells us why the Art Center's mission is important to all Wacoans. The arts is a very powerful tool to catapult economic growth in the community or in the city. And now, let's get to know our champion. All right, so welcome to the podcast. Hector, for those who don't know you, who are you? There's not very many people who don't know you, I don't think. (laughs) You're too kind, sir. Well, uh, my name is Hector Sabido, and I am on the Waco City Council representing District 2. And I've also been very fortunate to serve on the Board of Directors for the Art Center of Waco. For those who don't know, what is the Art Center of Waco? So the Art Center of Waco, it's a nonprofit organization where our mission is really to focus on quality art that's put out to our community. We emphasize art not only here from the United States, but around the world, but also locally. And art also that's going to be inclusive, that that represents all of our cultures. Um, And then we also have a huge education component to our organization where we are actually, we offer summer camps and classes to elementary students to hopefully cultivate and really grow that art within our students. And so how'd you get involved? You know, I got involved with the Arts Center of Waco about two years ago. I was elected to office and I'm very fortunate that we are actually in the process of building a new location and so uh, the Arts Center, the board before even I joined, decided on a location on South 8th Street in Waco, in downtown Waco. And that is exactly where the district that I represent. So I knew a lot of the board members that were on the board at that time, and of course, the executive director. And so when I got sworn into office a couple of months after that, they invited me to join in on the board, and I've had a blast ever since. And so that new location is kind of a really cool spot right between kind of Baylor and downtown, right? Is it Was that on purpose trying to find a spot there? You know, I think the intention was always to be somewhere closer to the downtown or the core of the city. Our previous location, which was on the campus of MCC, which we're very grateful for, but it wasn't exactly very easy to get to. And so the whole goal was to be in a place that was growing and obviously that is downtown Waco, but also very near to the university. And on top of that, we're in the arts sector of the city as well. So that location that we are currently building on just makes perfect sense for for everything that we want to accomplish. And it's a bit of a shell right now, but what's going to be inside there? It is. It's a bit of a shell right now. So all you have is some floors, some walls, uh, no windows and a good roof, uh, but we're grateful for that. <laughs> but eventually you will see an art gallery in there. You will have location for events so people could host events. There will even be a small cafeteria in there. And then even some places that classes will be held as well. So those that are definitely interested in the arts or want to cultivate that gift, there will be an opportunity and room at the new location to do that. And so we talked briefly about some of the services that you guys offer, but what's some of like the core stuff that you guys are, are doing? What's, what's the big things that you guys 
facilitate? Our gallery that we showcase different artists from around the world and around the nation is definitely a huge piece of that. But there's also a very educational component to it. And, and what, one of the things that I love about the Art Center is that we really are focusing on our babies, our artists of tomorrow, where we are actually going to the classrooms. Of course, things look a little bit different right now because of COVID, but pre-COVID, let me put it that way, we would go into the classrooms and, and really just work with the students on cultivating their passion and their love for art. Um, and then on top of that, we also did art classes uh, throughout the summer where kids that, you know, maybe didn't want to go to football camp or maybe didn't want to go to cheerleading camp, but more art was their thing. Parents could drop off their students and, and, and allow us to really teach them about the arts and how to really cultivate that passion. So there, there's a few components that we love to see from the Art Center. And then, of course, there's a transition, not just arts with paint, but now we also have, you know, art with photography and we're offering online classes like that. So uh, mm -hmm. the education component to our organization is, is very near and dear to our heart and, and very strong as well. Talking about art for kids, why is it so important, you know, that they have art in school a lot of times? Why is it important to have extracurricular art on top of what's offered in schools? You know, I think over the past few years, we've really seen a focus and more school districts moving to more of a STEM, which is science, technology, uh, engineering, and math. And while all those are great and necessary subjects, it left out the arts. And so here lately, you see, you see more of a STEAM uh, mm -hmm. because not everyone is called to be a scientist. Not everyone is called to be a mathematician. Not everyone is called to be an attorney. Those are great professions, but we do have some very creative people in our world and in our community where arts is their passion. And, mm -hmm. and we want to make sure that the arts and making sure that people love the arts, that that passion continues to grow from generation to generation and that it's not dropped somewhere. And a lot of schools are probably seeing some issues with funding and stuff. I know my mother Correct. was an art teacher and they cut a lot of funding for the school that she was at. Yep. So that could also be a part of it too, right? Absolutely. You know, when, when we are dealing with funding and school funding, especially, unfortunately, one of the first things that's cut in the budget is the arts. And so we want to make sure that students do not lose that opportunity to participate in the arts, which even motivates us and encourages more to do the work that the Art Center is doing in our community. Why do you think it's so important for the arts to be a part of a curriculum for like a young child who's developing? Well, you know, it, you know, statistics show that when you allow a child to be creative and creative in their own mind and creative in their own way, a lot of times in the past, we try to teach students to be creative in this way, but when you allow them their own creativity, you see kids flourish and you see them come into themselves and, and you really see their intelligence rise. And, and, and so I think it's very important that we are encouraging our students to be who they are and, and to enjoy what they're going to be doing and, and really give back to our community. Some might run for political office, some might be teachers and that's the way to give back, but some are also called to be artists and advocates for the art world and that's their way of giving back. And so I think all of those make our community special, make any community special and are much needed. We were shooting some video for your guys charity champion video that's going to be at one of the upcoming Baylor games and we were introduced to an artist who was a middle-aged man and mm -hmm. didn't speak a lot of English but mm -hmm. he made these fantastic works of art 
And apparently he he lacked the resources to get these paints and to be able to do this sort of work. And he was able to really express himself. Why is it important to reach the people like that, that aren't kids, but are even people who need those sort of services? Well, I think the beautiful thing about the arts that it transcends gender, it transcends ethnicity, it transcends language barriers. And so I think art is, it's one of those niche things that brings people together allows us to celebrate each other's diversity, allows us to celebrate each other's creativity. And it's still a form of people to be themselves and show the world what's inside their creative mind. And so that's one of the things that I love about the arts, that it transcends any barriers that we might have put as humans. And it really really rallies us or brings us together as a people. So obviously, Waco's kind of growing and we have a growing art scene and stuff like that. And as a city Mm -hmm. councilor, you're always trying to make the city a better place for for people to live. Why are the arts a big part of that? It was very surprising to me when I first joined council, the economic impact that the arts has on a city. Mm. And here in Waco, Texas, I mean, we're talking to the tune of millions of dollars that people are coming here for the arts. It could be an art festival, it could be the art museum, it could be the symphony, whatever it is, but people are coming in and you can actually see the economic impact in the revenue way of speaking that the arts have on a community. So any community that has a healthy and vibrant and growing arts sector, it's also very beneficial when it comes to the revenue side of it. And so I, I think that's why on it allows you to do more things for your city, for your community, and pay for those things that you would like to see happen in your city. The arts is a very powerful tool to really catapult economic growth in the community or in the city. I got a peek inside of the trailer, the mobile gallery you awesome. guys have. Can you kind of talk Good. about that? So the mobile gallery is a gallery that we take around to the different ISDs, um, especially Waco ISD, which is the largest school district here in our city. When it allows students an experience as they walk in to this mobile art gallery, to what it's like to really go into an art gallery. And that we're, we're trying to bring that real experience where a lot of kids or maybe even a lot of people would not have the means to come to an art center or an art gallery. We take it to them directly where they're located. And so we hope that through that, that once again, that that passion and that love for the arts will will really just grow in a child. And as they get older, they will become more curious about the arts and hopefully want to become artists themselves one day. And you mentioned that arts is kind of changing with technology and stuff. You know, it's mostly people think about painting on a sheet of paper or canvas. How is it changing and how are you guys changing with that? You know, I think in the world that we're living in today, which we're in a, in a global pandemic, we've had to become more creative, uh, not only us, but the world as a whole. And so we've seen more things going online. And so we have uh, began to offer classes online, whether it's photography classes or whether it's molding classes or, or painting classes. And so it's, it's sometimes you think, well, I'm not going to get the full effect by watching someone do it on a, te- a computer screen or an iPad screen, but the the instructors that we have, the teachers that we have are so engaging with the students and are so great at what they do that it really feels like you're there in the classroom again. And so I would encourage anyone, you know, I mean, I know it's it's a great way of taking a class safely from the comfort of your own home. And so I would encourage anyone, if there's a particular art 
or a particular part of art that you're interested in to take a class because I think you find out how much you'll enjoy it. And if you're like me, I can say that's not very gifted as far as drawing <laughs> or painting. Uh, and I'm not afraid to say that, but still you get that full experience and, and, and it makes you feel good like you're accomplishing something. Well, it's important if you can't do the art to support the art, right? Correct. Correct. <laughs> and, and so one way or another, whether it's taking a class or whether it's even becoming a member of the art center, you know, I think it's important to support the arts because you're giving money to an organization that does so much for the Waco community and the surrounding areas, especially when it comes to our future generation. So how does that work if somebody wants to be a member of the Art Center? If you go, uh, are you going to go to our website, Art Center Waco or Art Center? And just there's a link there that says, how, you know, how do I become a member? There's different, whether it's a, an individual package or a family package, you find one that, that you would like to do and that's customized for your family and, and just sign up. And it's very, very, very simple. So you guys are getting this brand new building. You guys are kind of expanding. You're becoming Correct. more well-known. You're a charity champion. What does it look like for the Art Center going forward? What do you think will happen? One of our biggest goals as the Art Center, as an organization, is to let people know that the art is for everybody. For so long, there has been this misconception that the arts is only for a specific group of people or those that can afford it. And that is not the case. It is for everybody. Uh, no matter, once again, what gender you are, what ethnicity you are, what language you speak, it is for everybody. And we want to make sure that everyone who is interested and wants to, has an opportunity to get involved in the art world somehow. And if we can play a smart part in getting a person or an individual or family involved in that, then we've done our part and we've met our goal. And so our goal, the, the way I would love to see it is that we know that the arts and the Arts Center Waco, it's for everyone, not just a certain group of people. As a nonprofit, you know, you're always looking for different resources. What are some of the Correct. biggest things that you guys need right now in order to advance what you guys are doing? Sure, so I would tell you probably the biggest need that we have right now, as you mentioned earlier, Randy, that we're in the middle of building a new location. So we're in the middle of a capital fundraiser. I would say becoming a member of the Art Center of Waco is definitely a great way to help out and, and, and making donations. But also, we appreciate just the support of, of getting the word out about what we're doing and, and who we are and, and our new location. You'd be surprised at how much support and how long that goes when people, you have champions that are in your corner uh, just cheering you on and really telling the community about the great work that you're doing. So those are some ways that I would say we really could use the encouragement and the help. It's, it's either becoming a member of the Art Center and or telling the people, the community about the work that we're doing here in Waco. And you mentioned earlier too, you know, COVID has changed the way you guys do things sure. and you have classes online that people can take part in. It's also a pretty stressful time for people and art's a pretty good way to relieve that stress. It is, it is. Let me tell you, so, you know, all of us, have experienced some type of stress over the last couple of months. But like, as you said, because of COVID, some people maybe are just working from home and don't see the outside of their four walls for days at a time, or some people are stressed out because of, of work is getting heavy. And so the arts is really a therapy. It's therapy for us. It's, it's therapy and it's a, a healthy way of, of doing therapy, which you're, you're unleashed releasing the stress, but also allowing your creativity to flow to the top of your mind. And so um, it is a great stress reliever. It is a great way to really just uh, get centered and focused again. And it really puts things into perspective. I think with the arts, 
you escape the stressors of the world and you really get to enjoy the beauty of the arts. And I think mm-hmm. that's what people love about it. Do you have any personal stories about why you decided to be involved with the arts so much? So, you know, I mentioned earlier that for so long there was a, there was this misconception that the arts only went to a certain group of people. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, it is very important to know that there are so many talented artists from all over the world, from all ethnicities, and to really have a small piece and showcasing all the diversity that we have, not only, but here in our, in our community and in our backyard. And so to be able to show the diversity and to be able to work alongside a group of people that are so open-minded about being all inclusive and, and, and making sure that we're equitable in what we do. I think that has made me fall in love with the organization um, and the arts even more so. They have made it that much more pleasurable for me. One thing that I will say is that every year, every spring, we have our largest fundraiser of the year called Table Toppers. Unfortunately, this year we were not able to have it because of COVID. We are hoping that we will maybe have it one day next year, but because we weren't able to have that fundraiser, it's even more important that every support would really be beneficial to us. And so if people want to learn more about you guys, what's the best place to go? Our website, Arts Center Waco. Just go to our website. You have our mission, what we do, what we offer, where we're located, our staff, our board of directors, and how to contact us. And even if you want to make a donation, that would definitely be the best way. If you're a social media user, whether it's uh, Facebook or Instagram, you know, follow us. I think all the likes and all the follows that we get also are very beneficial to us. Do you guys have like a collaborative with the other creative groups in town, like Creative Waco I'm thinking of and Cultivate? Like, you know, so, so, so we work very closely with Creative Waco. Of course, you know, all of the art organizations within our city uh, work very closely with Creative Waco. And so we are very appreciative of the partnerships that we have with the other art organizations because we know that it's going to take a group effort for all of us to thrive and move forward from this. And so it, Waco is a great community to do collaboration work. I love to see the brotherhood and sisterhood within the arts world here in our community. It really is exciting to see all that. Thank you, Hector, for coming on the podcast. And I look forward to recognizing you guys during a Baylor game. Randy, thank you so much for having me. It was an honor to speak with you, sir. Thanks for listening to the Charity Champions podcast. If you're listening on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, please take a moment to rate and review us. This helps our podcast reach more listeners. Have a charity you'd like to nominate for next season? Visit charitychampions.org and look for the nominate button at the top of the page. You can also find more information on this podcast and all Charity Champions at charitychampions.org. We'll see you next time.